This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Kete mai, kweki Free FM. Opu Kūtahi is an exhibition that explores Tia Barrett's Naitahu identity and connection to Tatao of her Fano Fenua. Tia Barrett is Naitahu, uh, Nati Mamoi, Te Rapuwai, Waitaha, Nati Mamoi, Nati Maniopoto, and Nati Tomanupo, uh, and is now Wakato based, Māori moving image practitioner, photographer, and student, and joins us now. Uh, morena, Tia. Morena. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing a bit about your exhibition with us this morning. Um, Hi. Let's start with uh, Nofia Kwe. Uh, where, are you, where are you from and where is Opukutahi? Kapai. Um, so, Ititaha Otoka Tapa. So, on my dad's side, I am Ngati Maniapoto, Waikatoki Tainui, uh, Ngati uh, Tamayunupo. So, I am from the King Country and the Raglan area. Uh, Ititaha Otoku Mama, uh, Ngati Rikihu, Waitahu, Kati Mamoi, Waitaha. Uh, te, uh, te Rapu Wai um, uh, and Ngaitahu. So I am from the South Island on my mum's side and specifically from the Banks Peninsula area. Um, yeah. And Opukutahi is ancestral land that is in the Akarua Harbour that my that I whakapapa to, uh, I connect to through my... Um, my mother through my mum's whakapapa. So that's where that that's where Opukutahi is and it's and it's specifically related to um, the Edwards and Rupata line uh, from Ngati Irikihu down there. So what does it mean to you? And I mean what, what do you feel and, and, and think when you think of Opukutahi? Um so the reason why I chose to do an exhibition specifically on this whenua was for me to be able to reconnect to not only my genealogy and my um, Māori whakapapa and heritage, but also just to reconnect back to help the whenua allow me to reconnect back to my toy Māori, so my my um, my Māori art practice. Um, a lot of the uh, exhibition, or at least the Kaupapa and the rangahau, the research behind Opukotahi stems from a little bit of trauma um, that I had um, through the education system growing up and also coming through the tertiary education system and, and, it, and it did affect my, um, my engagement with my, my, my art practice. And so I kind of left and then I kind of came back and I found that exploring my whakapapa whenua and and my identity it has it has healed me and my creative practice so that's a big reason why i am choosing to use my um whakapapa whenua and my maori identity to heal my my art journey and so that's kind of where this is where this exhibition is has is taking me and it will hopefully take the audience as well 
I, I, and, and I'm sure resonate with so many. And I know it would be a huge question to ask about some of the experiences that you had that, um, I guess, how it sounded to me, um, uh, stopped or hindered your progress as an artist. Um, but you were able to um, re- re- reconnect and come back into, into that learning environment despite that trauma and I, I find that quite interesting yes yeah absolutely and I think this time around um also being a wee bit older a little bit more mature in how I think with my uh, academic practice and my art practice it's it as it has helped having a little bit more um knowledge a bit more clearer with the mātauranga Māori that I'm pulling from um and also just studying up at AUT, so I'm doing my master's through AUT. My supervisors are Nova Paul and Marie Sheehan. Um, And they are two both very strong manawahine Māori. Uh, Nova Paul is a moving image image practitioner. Marie is a sound artist. And they have definitely helped me on this journey to understand and kind of unpack some of the trauma and you know, help me put it into this new creative journey that I'm on. Mm. So while this is a journey for you, I guess also there's there's hope and inspiration there by way of being able to use an artistic medium to reconnect with whenua. Aye. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And to heal too, you know, like um, toy Māori and just practising art in general is a very healing experience and it's something that um, I think... Most people and who work in that space of of toy Maori would would understand um, where I'm coming from when it comes to that healing practice. It's a very cathartic practice, um, especially the the privilege of being able to go back home, back down to the south, to Te Waipounamu, um, to uh, um, to the Banks Peninsula, and specifically to Opokotahi has been a huge experience. Um, of growth and healing and and water, so it's been wonderful. Mm, <laughs> mm. And, and you, now you are able to share that with others, um, which is which is even more wonderful. You, you Absolutely. Did, <laughs> you, you mentioned that you use moving image and sound. So, in, in what yeah. ways do you use those to um, help to share that connection that you have? Um, the, the, I guess I, I'm looking at it from the not tradition. They're not. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, in what ways, maybe, maybe instead of saying they're not traditional art forms, but in what yeah. ways were you able to um, to bridge those or marry those together? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, ultimately, my undergrad, um, my practice has always been in moving image. So I come from a moving image film background. Um, it's contemporary Māori art. That's how I would put. Uh, mm. using moving image and sound because, mm. you know, obviously they are um, non-Māori um, tools to be able to tell a Māori narrative. Um, I've always loved moving image just because I'm very... I, I like to document things the way they are in the real world. So observational documentary is one of the methods that I use in this, um, in this Masters. Um, I also have... Rather than kind of just... So there is photography. 
um, but the moving image component specifically is very experimental and abstract in form. Um, it's, the, it's very conceptual. Um, I draw on specifically looking at the te taiao, so there are no figures in any of the moving image that I have in this exhibition. It's all based on the environment and just observing what nature is and helping and having nature and te taiao and the world around me help me tell my story because within Te Taiao, we also are drawing on uh, Atua, so um, we have like Māori gods, so I'm pulling on um, Hine, Hine Moana, Papa Tuanuku to also help me heal and guide this, this narrative, this pūrāko that I'm trying to express um, yeah, through moving image. So it's like you've got the non-Māori tools of being able to tell a, a contemporary Māori story, but also having a lot of that traditional pūrāko con concepts um, kind of woven into what people will be seeing on Saturday and uh, as a part of this exhibition as well. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you did touch on your Masters. So can you tell us yeah. a little bit about your mother's PhD and also yours? So, yes, so my mum recently, oh, not recently, so in 2020, she graduated with <laughs> her <recent>. PhD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is recent. We're still in the, you know, that was only a couple of years ago. Uh, so she recently uh, graduated with her PhD, um, specifically in um, blood quantum and how that has, the idea of blood quantum and how that's actually impacted on Māori identity. Uh, so she uses the method of pūrāko to help also break down some of that, the colonial thoughts around blood quantum. Um, and in the most simplest form, basically, in te ao Māori, we don't think of our identity in quantums or in parts and bits. If you have a Māori ancestor, you are Māori uh, kumatu. So it's just like that is how it is. And so she used a, she created a conceptual identity framework from Ponamu, and it's about how we fuck a papa back to Ponamu, but there's a whole lot of stories and narratives that go with that. So, part of my master's is expanding on my mother's research. So, she did the, I guess, the, the theoretical side of creating this conceptual identity framework from Ponamu. I'm taking it into a more creative space and putting it in, using that applying it to myself and then making it into a into a film essentially so yeah taking it into that create into a creative world from the book into a into to mahi toy and what a gift that you can um i guess both share and expand on that work together um that's yeah I, yeah and and it's like because a part some parts of that what i'm looking at in my masters is intergenerational um, knowledge being handed down through my tupuna, through to my mum, through me. So um, I will be also exploring ideas of how my tupuna um, were very much about whakapapa, paunamu, talking about our atua, and then my mum, and then it kind of it, it has trickled down into my mum doing her research onto it, and then it's come to me. So it's all about how we all are talking the same talk and how, how all of that is important and how it's all interwoven and connected. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of that. And, and that alone in itself, me drawing on my mum's research that comes from my tūpuna, 
that comes from the atua. Mm. That is, to me, mana wahini Māori as well. So that's a big part of my kaupapa too, is really embracing that uh, those concepts mm. too. Yeah. Incredibly <laughs> interesting. Um, <laughs> how, how, are we able to access um, to master's thesis? <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I am... I've almost, I, I am about two months away from finishing it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so this, so part of this, this, this exhibition, this, this solo that I'm doing for um, Nipa Project Space, it's actually to help me um, put my practice out there. So the masters that I'm doing is a practice-led masters. So I need to have outputs. I need to be actually physically practicing. I can't, it can't all be written. Um, so yes. this solo goes towards the written component of my masters it goes towards testing installational space it goes towards getting feedback from the community you know what is the audience engagement how do they read my um the mahi toy that i i'm going to be putting on um so it all matters to me what people have to say um looking at it come alive in, in a studio space because it it all leads up to my final um Exhibition, which will be in September up at St. Paul's in Auckland at AUT campus. So it's all connected. Mm. So, yes, people can access the, um, the the written mahi once it's done. Yeah, oh, <laughs> um, yeah awesome. And all, all the best with it. I'm really looking forward to following. It's um, so interesting. Uh, I really like how um, you've been able to use art um, to not to not just connect with your uh, whānau whenua, but to also share that with others um, in a way that, and through ab- being abstract, I, I like how that means that people can fit themselves there um, in a way that they may not if you had figures and, and other things that, yeah, I, I really Absolutely. like the sound of that. And I'm looking forward to going. So let us know, when can we go to see uh, the exhibition at Never? Kapai. So the, um, the opening is this Saturday which is the 2nd of July uh, at 6pm at night at Never Project Space in Frankton, Hamilton. And then it will go for, I think, three weeks. Aroha mai. Uh, I'll just have a look at the date. Um, and it's open to the public. Um, aroha mai. I'm just having trying to get into some stuff that I've got here. So what I can tell uh, listeners is Never Project Space opens 10 till 4, Thursday, Friday and 10 till 2 on Saturdays. So the opening um, is uh, for all Pukutahi is this Saturday um, and then you'll be able to go on Thursday, Friday, Saturday from next week for... Oh, uh, um, until the last week, uh, second to last week of July. Um, yeah, and the the information is also on the poster. Aroha mai. I am. I'm just. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of problem trying to get uh, the poster. No problem. So we know that we can go um, at least at the start of July. Get in early. Again, Never Project Space is open Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. So um, yeah, make sure second, you check it out. Second of July to the twenty third of July. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we uh-huh. got there in the end. Kia ora te, thank you so much for joining us this morning and for talking about your uh, <coughs> exhibition. Looking forward to seeing it. Thank you so much, and thank you for the all this morning.
Uh, that's Tia Barrett, who's an artist and Toera or student, um, and who's sharing their work and um, uh, their Naitahu identity and connection to Tatile at an exhibition at Never Project Space, which is in Frankton, 123 Commerce Street, I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's the address. Um, and the ex- exhibition is Opuku Tahi. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to going there, and I'll, I'll do a bit of a reminder next Tuesday that you can head in as well. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.